Thanks for listening to The Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Is it actually taking place, or are you just talking about it? Are you telling people this is what should happen? This is what, okay, is it happening? Is it flowing out of you? out of you. Don't point to somebody else and say, well, you know, it's not flowing out of them. No. Is it flowing out of you regularly and continually? Is there life that is pouring out of you? And if there is life going, flowing out of you, I want to tell you, other people's lives are going to be touched and changed and things will begin to grow. You cannot stop growth from something that is limit, that is living. Right. Every living thing grows. Every living thing, there is an output from. There's an intake and an output. If you don't, if you don't poop on a regular basis, you're going to die. Okay, there's got to be something that's coming out of your of your life. You say, well, that's a gross, uh, you know, something. But there, there has to be something that's flowing out of you. You're going to dry up spiritually if there's not something coming out of your spirit. It can't just be taking in. And I'm not just talking about you open up your mouth. And, and I mean, we're doing this podcast, but this is, this is just a very small part of what we do. Right. We're out there. We're ministering to people on a regular and a continual basis. One-on-one, people, you know, praying with them, laying hands on people, healing the sick, casting out devils, all right. these things. For, for, this is not for our benefit that we do this. Um, we're just doing this to get the word out there to ho- hopefully stir people up. And it's right. not just people in our church. It's people that listen all, you know, all over the place to this podcast. And right. so we hope that we're igniting a fire within you to change your ways. Stop yes. being sedentary. Right. You've got to make a difference. It's the people that do nothing that are always criticizing people that are doing something. That are something. doing something, yeah. yeah. And then they try to limit people around them right, to make from them doing, doing anything great. <laughs> Yeah. Right. And so there your perception, I'm just talking to people who do this. Your perception of people who are doing something because I don't agree completely with with, you know, the, the way, way they do, do things. It. Well, okay. <laughs> well, my gosh, you know, there's a lot of people that are different. Is it illegal? Is it immoral? Is it is, is it <laughs> sinful what's happening? Well, no, it's just not the way I do it. Get over yourself. <laughs> Okay, everybody's different. Every church you go to is going to be different. Why? Because it's flavored by the pastor. A pastor is different than anybody else, hopefully different than everybody else in the congregation, and he's not trying to make clones of himself, okay? Because that's just plumb weird. And, um, And so people just ought to be led by the Holy Ghost, but there ought to be life flowing out of you. People ought to be catching fire because you're on fire. And everywhere you go, people are catching fire. They're not having necessarily all bonded to you, but but people are are being affected spiritually and being affected um, eternally because of your life, because of what you're allowing to flow out of you. If they have to go somewhere else to be able to get what they need, then maybe you need to reconsider some things. Am I the source of life like I need to be? Right. And are you allowing to flow out of you all that can, all that could? And so we can't limit people. We shouldn't, we can, but we shouldn't (laughs) limit people because of our perception of what we think they can do or 
or you know what I don't like that person and so I'm not going to I'm not going to you know allow that kind of whatever um, that they that you you limit things in the body of Christ because when you when you disagree with maybe a gifting or a flow out of somebody because it's not just like you mm-hmm. then I want to tell you you're you're in a big heap of trouble because really hopefully nobody's like you hopefully there's just one of you that's right. enough <laughs> one's enough of me amen <laughs> it's it, it definitely is someone who thinks and talks like that it, it definitely indicates that they're a very small thinker and i will say this that if you're busy doing what god has called you to do you actually don't have time to go criticize other people and watch everything that they're doing and say how they're not doing it right mm-hmm. you know um and you know you have other people you know if if you're doing what god's called you to do and and people criticize you or whatever like so what like that's 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 given that's going to happen i mean sure. if we could sit here and tell you the different things that people have said i mean first of all we just tried totally just not even remember that stuff because does it even matter no it's different obviously if those that i'm accountable to in my life speak correction into me i actually have a relationship with them then then i need to listen to that but if you have people that that have no relationship with you they're not you're not accountable to them and they're just spouting off stupid stuff why would you even pay any attention to that we're not supposed to take the glory and we're not supposed to take the criticism so stay free And I'll say this, you know, I was just reminded of a story. This goes back to when I, before Todd and I were married, and I worked for a lady evangelist, amazing woman of God, Dr. Debbie Rich Rester. And so when I, and I, I mean, my life was, you know, forever, you know, impacted and changed. And I learned so much through her amazing ministry. Many of you know who who she is and and we're great, close, you know, wonderful um, friends um, still today. Amazing blessing. But Anyway, um, I remember we were ministering in a place and there was a guest um, evangelist that came in. Actually, when I say guest, he was just visiting the revival meetings that were going on. She had not invited him in. He just, he and his wife just came because they wanted to be a part of the meetings. And so he offered, since he was there, if he could help because, I mean, there was a lot of people coming in and and people, you know, were getting, you know, touched um, and the, like the, the ushers and just the ministry of helps needed some additional help. I mean, a lot of this was new to them, how, you know, how you even facilitate and help with a revival type meeting and all those kind of things. And so, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, um, steps in and basically because he was a very brash, you know, um, person and personality and, you know, he'd been in ministry, but not like a long time and not, um, you know, super successful let me just say in ministry at that point and so he started just stepping in there and just you know you know telling people ordering people here do this and do that you know and and you know we were in the south and that surely did not fly uh. you know and so with the people and they're kind of like who is this guy steps in he's ordering us around and we're not used to being talked to like that and da 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 and you know he's trying to move us around so fast you know and and all of this, you know, <laughs> and so, so we had to end up having this big meeting, you know, with the pastor and with the evangelist and blah, blah, blah. And, and so, you know, the evangelist says, well, I just seem to have this, a gift of offense everywhere I go. Gift of offense. <laughs> well, obviously we all know that, you know, uh, offense is not a gift actually. That's not listed in, you know, the gifts of the Holy Spirit nor the fruit of the Holy Spirit, right? Even if you bend and <laughs> twist them, you can't get, you can't get a gift out of offense. So here's a man who had a gifting 
he, um, and I'm not talking about offense, I'm talking about the gifting of, you know, the, the evangelist and the call of God upon his life and everything. But understand, there's a way to do things and to do things right. Mm-hmm. Now, I am happy to report that, that that evangelist, he made the adjustment in the way that he, you know, he could, conducted himself and the way that, you know, he yielded, began to yield more to the fruit of the Holy Spirit and the work of the Holy Spirit in his life. And instead of taking that opportunity to be like just oh well i'm i mean i am out of here i mean i god i tried to serve you but i mean these people they don't accept my ministry gifts so just forget that i might as well just go out in the world and do my own thing praise god he didn't do that because you wouldn't believe how many people do that maybe there's people listening you've done that because just because you receive some criticism or even, let me say, correction that was from God, and just because you didn't like it or you didn't agree with it or you didn't think you needed to change or adjust, well, bless God, you just need to accept me the way that I am. People say dumb stuff like that too. Okay, well, then your audience is limited to being very, and your impact will be very small, maybe even nothing. And so, but praise God, this man, he just adjusted himself and said, okay, you know, um, please forgive me. Teach me. What do I need to do differently? Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I don't actually mean to go around. I guess I'm just too abrasive, but I don't even know, like, what do I need to do differently? Praise God. Now, the, the, the man today is, is a mighty man of God. He and his wife have an amazing ministry. They are impacting people and reaching people that other people, there's no way that they would. They're doing a mighty work. So, but each of us have the opportunity. We can either get offended or rather we can embrace and we can grow. Amen. And we can prove that actually, Lord, I'm going to adjust myself. I'm going to sacrifice my flesh. I'm going to make the the changes that you're asking me to make, whether that's coming directly through you or that's coming through spiritual people that you have placed in my life. So if you think that you don't need to adjust or change, I'm going to tell you you're wrong. I I have to adjust. I have to change. Each one of us have to do that. If you took the people that are great, amazing men and women of God that are doing amazing things, I mean, they're literally impacting the world. If you ask them, do you have to adjust and change still? You know, I guaranteed because, you know, we've been blessed to know some of these different ones. They will, they'll be the first ones to say, Oh, yeah, the Lord is still doing a work through. He's making adjustments and changes. I got to humble myself before him. So it just, the, the process never ends. But be encouraged. The joy of the Lord is your strength. He's there with you. And I mean, it is such a joy when you see yourself becoming free of yourself. <laughs> free of your, wow. you yeah, know, you know, the flesh doesn't have the same hold on you that it, that it used to have because you've yielded yourself to the Holy Spirit. And it brings such freedom. We were not intended to live bound. Never. And a lot of people live bound in their own mind. They're bound to their fleshly desires. Mm-hmm. When the Holy Spirit, if you allow him to move in your life, he brings such freedom, such joy. I mean, just it's just so amazing. His blessing that comes in your life that is actually priceless. You can't pay for this kind of stuff. It goes so far beyond anything that you could measure its worth. It's literally priceless. Amen. Amen. And and it's not just about us. I mean, we're we're part of a body. Yes. We're absolutely. part of a body. We're supposed to be connected. And uh, yeah, and we're connected, but we're not all the same. 
Right. Not at all. We're unique. We don't look the same. We don't operate the same. Right. Um, our voice is totally unique. Our fingerprints are, I mean, everything is unique about us. Everything. And every part is unique. And we have to, we have to understand that and we have to appreciate that in the body of Christ. Yes. That, that things operate differently than what we ourselves are used to. And even what, that's why we have to have the mind of Christ, because Christ is the head. Now, the head understands the operation of everything. And, and it gets it and everything, because without the head, everything stops functioning. That's why a lot of people don't work in the body of Christ, because Christ isn't, he's not the Lord of all. But it doesn't matter that one part sees another part and thinks it ought to operate differently. Um, and, and then because it's not operating like, like that part does, then you, you get offended at it and everything like that. A nose and a thumb, they both, you know, are, you know, they, they, they point out, they, they're both projections of the body, but they operate completely different. And, and the thumb can't look at the nose and say, well, you know what? You're not doing what I do. And the nose can't look at the thumb and say, you're not doing what I do. Well, they weren't intended to do that, nor to look right. like each other. The only commonality is that they're, in the, they're a part of the same body, and, and, they, you know, and they make little projections on the body. But, but there is certain operations, and we have to understand in the body of Christ... God, he doesn't want you to get offended at somebody else's, or the way God is using somebody else because it's unique and it's different than you. But instead, look at that. Look at the way that person is, is being used by God and appreciate the fact that God is moving through them. Now, I'm not talking about when there's error about when there is, you know, things right. are off and it goes against the word of God. It right. goes against the teaching of God. It's, it's, not, it's not in line with correct doctrine. It's not in line with, you know, the, the, the way that God would have us flow as far as in purity or ethically or anything like that. But I'm just talking about, you know, people who, who do things different. And I don't like their style. Their style is different. Well, yeah, their style might be different. And, um, but you're not them. And there's a lot of different styles of stuff in the body of Christ. I have to, I've got to look at the fruit of things. Right. And there may be different, even in churches, there may be different styles, but uh -huh. you don't put a church down because its style is different than yours. But is it producing fruit right. that is consistent with righteousness? I mean, it could just be dead. And, you know, there are dead churches that are not doing anything, um, uh -huh as far as uh, a life-giving that is producing, you know, new fruit and everything like that. But, but you know, there is, there is definitely, definitely things that you look at and you go like, well, that's, that's different. Different's not altogether bad. You have to understand how, how God flows through, um, through different, um, different parts of the body. It's just like you can have, you know, air pass through your nose and, you know, it can be fine. And, you know, you don't hear somebody necessarily breathing so much from their nose, 
until maybe they're asleep. <laughs> and then That's and then really it's just wild. like, okay, well, there's there's something else that goes to play in there. And then there's a different sound. You know, <laughs> I don't like that. So stop breathing. Well, no, you can't stop breathing. <laughs> there has to be a flow. And then and there's a totally different sound, you know, if you were to if you were to, you know, air come through your lips and you purse your lips, you're gonna there's gonna be a whistle. Well, somebody don't like that sound. Or if you <laughs> you put your your fingers up to your mouth and you and you breathe through that. And so there's wind coming through that. And some people can whistle with their, you know, make a sound, you know, with their, with their hands, something going through that. But yeah. And so there's a different sound. There's other sounds that comes from the body also, (laughs) you know, (laughs) produced by wind that other people don't like necessarily, but uh, you know what, but But they're most guys like them all. (laughs) Well, you know, yeah, sometimes that happens there. And, um, but the thing is, is that, you know, what I'm using is the commonality of the wind, blowing through parts of the body, yeah. air flowing through it. And, and it's different, but it's all, it's all natural and it's all, it's all fine. Necessary. Okay. All necessary. But somebody's like, I don't like that. Well, yeah, you <laughs> might not like that. And sometimes some things are forced. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And so that might not be, you know, appropriate at the time. But the thing is, is that, you know, things pertain to life. And you may say, well, this isn't my style. But don't get offended at the vessel, okay? And a vessel is a vessel. And a vessel, it's used by God. Now, if it's being used in an ungodly way, that's a different thing. But, but understand how God is using, and he's flowing through the body of Christ. And other people are going to appreciate that. But you have to recognize when, when people are being used by God, and don't shut them down because it's different. Don't shut them down when, when actually it's producing a godly result. Um, the Word of God says in Matthew chapter 10, verse 40, He who receives and welcomes and accepts you, and receives and welcomes and accepts me, and he who receives and welcomes and accepts me, receives and welcomes and accepts him who sent me. Hope you, hopefully you did not get confused in that, because that was out of the amplified <laughs> translation, and so, um, and sometimes people are like, well, you know what, that was really confusing. We're going what to the simplified. Says. But if we could just <laughs> anybody who receives you receives me, Jesus said, and anyone who receives me receives the Father who sent me. Okay, and then it continues on there in the amplified um, Bible, the version of it. It said, "He who receives and welcomes and accepts a prophet, because he's a prophet." will receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives and welcomes and accepts a righteous man, because he is a righteous man, will receive a righteous man's reward. And a lot of people like the benefits of receiving great things from God, but they shut down the vessel. Mm. They, want, they, want, they want the supernatural, but they don't like the way the supernatural is coming out of the vessel. Right. Because... There, there's just something that maybe they don't understand it. Maybe they don't like the style of the vessel. I don't like mm-hmm. the way that was that vessel was dressed. I don't dress that way. You know, that's a little that's a little rough, or that's too fancy. You know, <laughs> it could be either way. You know what? Hey, you know, you're in the hills of Tennessee. Don't come in here looking like you know you just pulled out of a Rolls Royce. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to accept you. Um, you can't be that way. And you can't, right. you can't be in, in, in some area where, where somebody who's used to maybe 
you know, ministering um, in the projects comes up, and you know they're accepted in that way. But they're they're a they're a voice that God is using. Right. And the only way for you to receive the reward that God has is if you accept that gifting for what it is, and you don't accept it for anything less. You can't yeah. accept a prophet in the name of a righteous man, mm-hmm. because you'll receive a lesser reward. Right. You'll receive less from God because you don't have an expectation. Right. And so you need to expect great things out of the body of Christ. Yes. Expect that God is going to move wonderfully and powerfully through your brothers and sisters in Christ. There needs to be a greater unity in the body of Christ. Absolutely. Not a, not a greater, you know, trying to, you know, tear everybody down. Now, again, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking about when people are being used by God and being a vessel of purity that is preaching the truth, not contradicting the word, not preaching false doctrine, not, you know, leading people into error, leading people into sin. Um, none of that, none of that stuff. Okay. I mean, you know, if, if someone is, you know, coming around me and saying, you know, hey, you know, you're, you're not accepted in the body of Christ because, you know, these ministry gifts are no longer around. You know what? That's error. I'm going to correct it, okay? Right. And, and so it may not be a real pretty correcting. You know, when we had our boys that were smaller, there's times when we had to correct them. You know, the Board of Education applied to the seat of understanding. It produced great results. It's not pretty, it but the results come forth. And sometimes it had to be done. Not all the time. And, you know, hopefully not often. But the thing is, is there has to be some correction in the body of Christ also. Absolutely. There has to be boundaries. Yeah, rebuke, You, you have reproof. to have that. Yeah, yeah exhort. Yeah. And so all of these things have to take place with the Word of God. But, but you don't just throw people out because they're different. Right. And you don't toss things aside that, that people do um, in, the, in the body of Christ for the kingdom of God because they're different. Right. Um, allow people. Don't limit them because of your your perception. That's what they they limited Jesus in the in the New Testament. They limited him because of the view they had of him. He, he was mm-hmm. he was he, he's just one of us. Right. And you know, it said he couldn't do any any great thing among his own among his home people, his hometown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, his homies, yeah, they didn't accept they him. The familiarity. Yeah. Yes. And, oh, you, you, the Father couldn't use you. In Second mm-hmm. Corinthians 5, it says in verse 16, uh, from now on we refuse to evaluate people merely by their outward appearances, for that's how we once viewed the anointed one. But no longer do we see him with limited human insight. And so we have to, I mean, People have to understand how God is working through others. He doesn't just work through you. You know, God's not just working through our church. Right. Oh, absolutely. And he's working, yeah. through, he's working through any vessel that will yield themselves to him, right. that will glorify him, that will say, Lord, come and do your work inside of me. I give myself completely and wholly and totally to you. I sell out to you, Lord, and I want to see greater things done um, through me by you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so maybe you need to go to another level in your walk with God. Maybe you need to, to just put yourself aside with him, get alone with God and find out what God needs to do in you and through you to take you to another level, to a higher level of effectiveness in him. Maybe, maybe the, you know, what you're, what you're doing has, 
has come to an end of its effectiveness and you need to go to another level. Right. And God, God wants to use you, but you're stuck in your old ways, in your old yes. perceptions, in yes. your old mindsets, in your limited thinking. And therefore, you know, you're not taking ground anymore. Churches have right. to do this continually. Oh, They've got absolutely. to look at what they're doing. I mean, constantly and say, right. what are we, what are we doing? I mean, right. it's just like every 60 days, you got to look at things, maybe 30 days. You got to look yes. at things and say, what do we need to change? What right. are we, how are we got to move things around? What's, what's God doing? How is he moving through us in us? Are we being the most effective right. and, uh, and not get stuck in, in patterns that are not fruitful. Right. Don't and, be stuck. And just because you, you know, under direction of the Lord, you did something one way, one time, or for, you know, a period of time or whatever, does not mean that that's what you're going to do the way you're going to do it for the rest of your life. That's right. And of course, that's what, that is the, such the epitome of religion. You know, just like, I mean, and people will sometimes even have, you know, ways that they do. It's not that what they're doing is wrong, but let's bring it, let's come up to modern day. I Amen. mean, there's just, and the world that we live in changes and fluctuates so much. Obviously the word of God does not, our doctrine does not, our character doesn't like, okay, one day I'm an honest person, two days later I'm a liar. Okay, no, obviously we're not talking about things like that, but the methods and the ways you have to be willing to be flexible and to to change hey, and, and as just naturally speaking as a person ages they they have that this tendency to become more stuck in their ways to become a little rigid not as flexible i mean that's even the body like if you don't if you don't stretch your you know your muscles you and yeah and keep moving and exercising and everything your your own physical body begins to become you know um seized up yeah it's 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 not flexible anymore or anything. Mm -hmm. It comes a little rigid. So we get, we have to recognize that within our callings, within the body of Christ, we have to be able to do that. And I'll just say this, that many times the Lord will actually introduce you and connect you with someone new that they might do things totally the opposite <laughs> of what you even think is right Ooh. or the totally opposite of the way that you do them or whatever. Rubs you against can, you. Yes. You don't like it. And you like start irritates. bristling and you start like, eh. and you know, we, human nature is to criticize what we don't understand. <laughs> the moment you start criticizing, you shut yourself down. Yes, you do. And you've got to realize, oh, no, 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 I can't go there. That's a fleshly way that has to die with me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you have to just learn and we're saying this so that you recognize because maybe, maybe there might even be later today as you're listening or, or even very soon an opportunity or a person that's going to come in your life, and initially you're going to want to dismiss that, dismiss that person, you know, get all ruffled or bent out of shape, well, wah, 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 you know, and totally miss what God has for you. Amen. Don't do that. Don't do it. You got to move it. Yes. That's, move it. Move it. That's right. Amen. That's right. In the body of Christ, if it's it's a dangerous thing, and it's a trick of the enemy. To be able to, to, to get stuck in religious tradition. Right. And in mindsets. that and, and just because God did something one way, people have built entire denominations, abominations now, <laughs> around a move of God. And, and they've built, 
they built edifices. I mean, that's what the that's yeah. what Peter, James, and John wanted to do right. when Jesus appeared on the mountain of transfiguration. Yes. Oh, let's let's build three tabernacles here. Camp and Jesus here. like, no, dudes, don't don't start denominations. Yeah. I mean, he was all about always moving yeah. and new people and new places and new ways and methods. And that was just constantly causing friction, right? Among the religious people yep. or the ones because he was unpredictable. So why is it today then we think that suddenly Jesus and the Holy Spirit, I mean, it's just going to be so predictable, do things the same way, minister the same way to, and have everybody be the same. That, that doesn't even line up with the word of God whatsoever. Not at all. So, you know, and honestly, if you were to Big look change. at successful people, again, in every, every different type of, you know, occupation in different areas or whatever, a lot of them, like the most successful ones, they're like super quirky, honestly. Like if you were to find out <laughs> yeah, about the different. way that they do things and even some of their personalities or their habits or whatever. But here's the thing. It, because they have just, their heart is sold out to whatever their gifting is and whatever they're called to do. And they do an amazing job at that. You know, then honestly, some of the other things that we make the biggest deal about, do they actually really even matter? A lot of times they don't. They mm -hmm. really don't. And so just as within our physical body, again, like we talked about, we have some parts within us that are super unique. Some mm -hmm. of them we see and sometimes we don't see because obviously so much of us on the inside of us. But I mean, they function perfectly for what they're supposed to do, but they literally cannot do anything else. But they are vital, yeah, they and are. And so why, would, why wouldn't we apply that same thing actually to the body of Christ? Because the Lord in his word compares it that way. That's exactly and right. And so you have some people within the body of Christ that you will in your flesh, because either you don't like the, their method, the way they do it, the way they look, the way they talk. Oh, they're just so out of the box. I can't handle that. Well, you need some of that out of the box in your life. You need some challenging thinking in your life. Or maybe you're one where you you just always fly by the seat of your pants and you're all over the place and there's no consistency. People don't even know like, oh, sometimes they're here. So they say this, but sometimes they just do the exact opposite. Or Well, you need to be around someone actually who's a little bit more. Spontaneous. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you know, um, so in grumpy the, pants. Yeah, you know, I mean, we need this the people that are more staid and true, and yet we need the spontaneity. As we need well. both. We need everything. Yeah, we do. And so, what I'm saying again is, and you don't need to worry about wildfire <laughs> because there's plenty of wet blankets around always. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But so, when the Lord brings someone different around you, actually, if you'll just say, "Okay, Lord, you've brought this person into my life, or this church." or this opportunity, or this job, or whatever. Father, let me get everything that you desire me to get. Yes. And you'll be amazed. Actually, the things initially that turn you off or bug you or whatever, actually, when you get to know someone or get to know um, a situation or whatever, job, excuse me, job opportunity or whatever it is, actually, it be, actually becomes a great joy to you because there's something new that is birthed on the inside mm -hmm. of you. As long as it's not evil. Yeah, no, obviously, please understand, we're not talking about carna carnality. I'm just keeping bringing talking this up about because wickedness. people think anything goes. Right, no, that's not right, the case no, either. no, 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 no. The word of God, 
sets the boundaries in our life. It is the structure in our life. It is everything that we are to, it is to be the filter that you run everything through. Amen. So if someone starts speaking wacky, you know, or, or, Hey, you need to like get on, you need to start smoking weed with me so that we can really be far out in the spiritual realm. Okay. Then you, then you're going to know, okay, no, that, that is not a godly thing. That person is not of God. I can't do that. Okay, so obviously we've got to run everything through the filter of the word of God in our Amen. life and the specific direction of the Holy Spirit that he would speak to us. Yeah, huh? Yes. That's right. I agree. I think that's good. Yeah, it's been awesome. So you guys, you've, you've gotten a lot in this podcast, in these last three podcasts. You've gotten yes. a lot to chew on. Mm-hmm. And so we thank you for listening to the last day's podcast. And not just being hearers of the word, but now do it. Yes. Do it. Move with it. Move with the Holy Ghost. Allow him to make the changes that need to be made. And so you can flow freely with what he is wanting to do. And you yes. can be the most effective. And if you're going to be effective for God, you've got to be flexible not rigid. Yes. And God loves you so much more than you could ever even imagine. He is plan is so amazing for you. And so, and we just want to say, we love you too. Yes, we do. I mean, please reach out to us. Please share this podcast. It, I mean, you know, we know that the Lord speaks to us to be a blessing to people. And so that's the only reason why we're doing this, not not for anything of ourselves, as you mentioned, right. you know, and we do this to be a blessing. And so we believe that the things that the Holy Spirit is speaking through us, he's going to, for, it's for the purpose of speaking and ministering to other people. And so we love you. We're so thankful for the the time that, you know, you tune in each each podcast and, and we just pray that even through things that, that we're saying and other things the Holy Spirit is ministering to you and and he blesses you in a mighty, mighty way. Amen. So please share this. Please share it and subscribe. And we love you and we hope to be coming to you on another podcast in just a few days. God bless you. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.